Hi guys, and welcome to the first Chelsea-focused episode of the David Rolls Experience. I've decided to start doing podcasts, uh, not only about like productivity and sales and recruitment and everything else this podcast is about, as well as having guests on, but I thought it'd be cool to release some Chelsea-focused episodes, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe once a fortnight. Really depends what's going on, but probably weekly, you know, because obviously football's a, uh, a weekly thing with weekly games, but... Who knows? There's no real rhyme or reason why I post podcasts on what schedule. So, yeah, I just wanted to, to kick things off, really. Obviously, look, it's been a mad month to be a Chelsea fan, right? Just looking at the signings now, I, I was actually losing track of the signings. I, I, I took a break from Twitter over the last few months, as, as many people who follow me on um, at Tekabu Sun would have realised. But I was losing track of who we were signing because it, it felt like every other day we were signing someone. And we were constantly linked with new people as well. So just going through these signings, uh, we, we've got Malo Gust, Gusto. I've never never seen him or heard him heard about him before um, this this transfer window. But obviously he's gone back out on loan to Leon. Um, Noni Majuke. I hope that's how you say it. It probably isn't, but he is someone I actually known about since um, well, well through Football Manager actually because I've I've signed him a few times with Football Manager. And I've always actually, it's weird because I've always been intrigued about uh, Nonny because he, like football manager, people, you know, mock people who base players' ability on the stats and football manager. However, you know, they are actually done by real scouts. So I do give some credence to them. But in terms of Nonny Maduke, like, I always, I want to know, like, why no one's gone, into, gone in with him before. Or got him for him. Because like he didn't cost us a lot of money. He cost us twenty nine million apparently, according to Sky Sports. And he's a left footed right winger. You know, they're not they're not easy to find. And he's English. And he's young. So why has no one gone in with him? Gone in for him. So I I don't know. I I, I really want him to be good. I, I would love an English left footed right winger at Chelsea and you know, Ziyech hasn't really worked out. Some people like him. I, I personally don't. I find he's, his decision-making is quite poor at times. He's inconsistent. He's not exactly like an explosive player. So I, I don't think he he's he was ever going to really have a long-term career at Chelsea anyway. But Noni Maduke is, you know, I really hope he, he works out. And, and, you know, he could be an absolute bargain as well at 29 million. Yao Felix, obviously we've only seen him for what, 60 minutes or whatever it was before he got sent off, but in those 60 minutes he looked fantastic, I've got to say. I mean, obviously he comes with a reputation and, you know, we haven't signed him, he's on loan, but who knows, you know, if, if, it, if it works out well and he enjoys it and we play some good football with him, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we go and sign him for like 40, 50 million. But yeah, he looks he looked a really good player in his in his short debut, so I'm fingers crossed he he's consistent with that and um, he fulfills his potential because we could have a hell of a player on our hands if we can sign him and get him playing. Andre Santos, uh, again, haven't ever seen him play, just aware of him for a football manager. I actually signed him myself just a few weeks ago um, on football manager before um, before we signed him in real life, weirdly, but he's meant to be the real deal. He's meant to be like a really good playmaker. So be really interesting to see how he develops. Obviously, he's a long-term signing, but yeah, super excited about him. David Fafana, um, undisclosed fee. I'm not actually sure how much we paid for him. Um, Benoit Badiashil, he's looked decent. So again, 35 million could be a really smart signing there. And we definitely need new centre-backs as well. What with, you know, 
I'm not a big fan of Koulibaly, if I'm honest. Um, I think, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just such a shame we didn't buy him five years ago when we were first linked to him, but he just hasn't looked the player that we all hoped he would be. And, you know, he's not, I think he's, what, like 30, 31? So, yes, he, I just, I can't see him working out, I'm afraid. Um, hope it, hope I'm wrong, but luckily Thiago Silva is just, doesn't seem to age. So, yeah, with um, with Badia Shield, then we've we've hopefully got a, a good partner for for Farner for the future. Mudrick looked really good, didn't he? Like he could have scored a couple of goals as well. He probably should have, but he looked explosive. He, he was one of the he's one of the first players that actually got me off my seat and like excited about watching Chelsea for quite some time. Like since. Eden Hazard really um, again we you not see much of him but what we did see is you know he looked like a really good player and you know 88 million though very expensive but hopefully we'll uh, we'll have a hell of a player on our hands there and again super young massive potential massively explosive hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get any injuries like many explosive players do but I mean could we actually have the Eden Hazard replacement we've been waiting for and this leads us into Enzo Fernandez. So Enzo, obviously everyone saw him at the World Cup. It looks like a very good player. I don't like judging people in World Cup form. I mean, I was chatting with someone yesterday about El Hadji Juf. Uh, if you're old enough to remember him, he had an absolute cracking 2002 World Cup. Went to Liverpool, scored like three goals in 50 games or something ridiculous. So I don't want to judge him on that. I mean, I know he's got a really good reputation, but he's still very young. Someone described him on Twitter as a mixture between Kante and Cesc Fabregas, which sounds absolutely incredible. But I mean, if we can have, if we can have a someone who can actually provide goals from midfield, but as well as goals like assists and can be a bit more direct. Like what we've massively lacked over the last few years has been Juan Mata uh, and Cesc Fabregas type players who can actually cut teams open. I mean, I, I've grown on Kovacic over the last few years, but, you know, his, his output is pretty terrible. He never scores goals and he doesn't really get assists. So we we really need a player who's actually going to play those early passes, or, you know, thread those balls through the middle. Um, if we've got a player running through the middle, we, we need someone who's, who's going to make that pass. I mean, Aubameyang, for example, there's been a, quite a few moments, not that I'm a big fan of Aubameyang, but, you know, he's, he's run through the middle a few times and he's just not got the ball. So... It's a problem we've had at Chelsea quite often on and off over the last sort of five or six years. So to have a player like that, hopefully he is. He can actually be the person who can actually unlock defences. But, I mean, £107 million, it's, it's a lot of money. So I just really hope we're not on a not going to have like a Torres situation or even a Kai Havertz situation. Like Kai, again, this sort of splits camps, but I'm not a big fan of Kai. I don't think he's going to last very long. He's not been anywhere near worth the money we paid for him and even though he's still young I just again I just I'm yet to see much of Kai so I think he'll be gone soon as well wouldn't surprise me if we loan him out but yeah I mean look it's been a very interesting if erratic month and also you know six months we spent you know what was it 300 million in the summer so look I hope I hope Potter can turn it around I've not got big hopes so it wouldn't surprise me at all if we got a new manager in the summer it wouldn't surprise me at all if we got Mourinho at this rate with his interest in Chelsea but yeah it's um it's it's an interesting time can we get top four I'm not sure I think we're 10 points off top four at the moment but you know with these players and 
you know, we've got some really good talent there. If we can get some form, it's not out of the realms of reality. I mean, if we can win the Champions League with, you know, Basingua and an injured Cahill or injured David Luiz, like we can we can finish top four. So, yeah, super, super optimistic. Um, really, really excited now for the rest of the season. I, I really lost my excitement for, for watching Chelsea over the last sort of year or two um, over, over time, especially with Tuchel leaving and all the you know, the, the poor form and everything. But I, I finally, I'm really excited about the future of Chelsea now. We've got some really talented players, explosive players, skillful players, um, and we're also building for the future. So, yeah, fingers crossed we're in for a really exciting next uh, next three months or so. And, yeah, it's, it's hopefully part can turn it around. But either way, I think it's going to be a hell of a ride and the football is going to change a lot as well. But yeah, guys, um, if you want to keep up to date with all the Chelsea episodes, just hit follow wherever you listen to this, whether it's on Spotify or wherever else. Um, it's on most platforms. Um, give me a follow on Twitter as well. Uh, I'll be posting on there um, a lot more in the future. So uh, it's just at Tekabusan, T-E-K-K-A-B-O-O-S-O-N. And yeah, look, just, just uh, follow and uh, rate the podcast. Really appreciate that. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>